Welcome to Tara! Let's Unpack! The show where we discuss and talk about our thoughts from the most obscure to the most about films, series, and everything in between. Hosted by Franz Halil. super special ng episode natin kasi pag-uusapan natin ang isa sa mga paborito ko as of late na animated series. But first of all, thank you so much everyone for listening to our previous episode last week where we unpacked A Star is Born. So maraming maraming salamat sa mga nakinig at sa mga hindi pa nakikinig. We are available on Spotify, Google Podcasts, and wherever you get your podcasts. Yun. So ang guest natin tonight, ay isa sa mga pinakamatagal ko nang kakilala like literally like since I was born <laughs> kasi pinsan ko to and also kaya ko siya ginest tonight kasi isa siya sa mga kumbaga nag-introduce sa akin further sa Trese na comics and also isa siya sa mga long time fan ng Trese let me introduce to you my cousin and also isa sa mga research associate sa Asian Institute of Management We have Miss Sophia Atanasio, a.k.a. I call her Ate Mia. Hello, Ate Mia. Okay. Hello, hello. <laughs> so, kamusta naman? Long time no siya. Wow, John. <laughs> <laughs> Parang kakakita lang natin. <laughs> uh, work, syempre, work. Uh, actually, it's been been busy sa work and uh, syempre, pinanood ko ulit yung Trese for this episode. Yes, thank you. <laughs> Sige, <laughs> ano muna, ito, parang short, um, bago tayo magsimula dun sa mismo unpacking ng series, paano mo na-discover yung Trese? Uh, actually, I discovered Trese around 2013, mga ganon, early wow. 2010s. Kasi, uh, I just, I, I read Sandman by Neil Gaiman which is uh-huh. a, a foreign comic, a graphic novel. And then yung spin-off niya, which is Lucifer. And these are both like very underworld-type comics. Mm-hmm. And then I started being curious na parang, is there uh, an equivalent sa Pilipinas? Parang buhay ba ang comic scene sa Pilipinas? Ganyan. Uh-huh. So I started looking up online. And then I saw yung mismong website ng essay. Uh, Ito ba yung blog? spot lang siya. Yeah. Uh, blog spot lang siya. And then there were some cases there. And 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 I found out that it was being sold in bookstores. Hmm. So ako naman, si Hanap. And then I I actually went to Comic-Con in 2013-2014 uh, in Mandaluyong. And then I bought the first three. And then nandun yung creators, yung writer wow. and yung artist. So, somewhere in my hard drive, may picture ako with them. Yes. And then, And, yun, I, I started collecting as the years went by. Kasi hindi siya regular releases. As oh, the okay. years went by, ayun. Ang hirap hanapin ng books, four, five, six, and yung iba pang books. Kasi ito, yun na dito, one, one to three lang yun. Hindi <laughs> ko pala yeah. pa makita ng four, five, six, and seven ata. 
Actually, if I'm not mistaken, yung nasa'yo, it's the re-release of the new publisher. Ah, yung Avenida. Yung Avenida. Akin, uh, lahat ng akin, which is books 1 to 7, uh, is from this print, which closed down. And then uh-oh. I also have a copy of Stories from the Diabolical, which is yung stories nung, nung bar na uh-uh. owned by Alexandra Trece. Wow, super... Grabe, super long time fan ka na pala. Ako, kasi na-discover ko yung dress eh. When it, like when Netflix announced it eh. Tapos yun nga, tapos nabanggit mo sa akin. Tapos yun, nag-search up ako. Tapos recently nga, I purchased the books, tapos nabasa ko. And yun, kulang pa ako. Kaya gusto ko, oo, gusto ko, gusto ko pang basahin yung mga natitirang books. So yun, um, guys. Kita. <laughs> Sige, pero ang ganda rin kasi ng covers eh. Like yung sa re-reprint. Oh, may ano siya, para para kang pwede kang may form na image. Okay, so with that, let's go on to our series. So this series was released just this 2021, June 11th to be exact. So it is directed by David Hartman, Jay Oliva, Tim DeVar, and Melchior Zwire. It stars Liza Soberano for the Filipino dub and Shay Mitchell for the English dub. And also it was created by Budget Tan and Kajo Baldissimo. So fun fact lang, For this show, so yung showrunner natin na si Mr. J. Oliva was toured around Metro Manila by Ms. Tanya Yuson, yung isa pa nating um, producer and writer. Kung um, doon niya nakita yung mga Balete Drive, yung MRT, yung mga museums dito sa Manila and yung Quiapo. Para talagang ma-immerse dito sa series na to. So with that, let's go on to our first segment that we'd like to call P. O-V! Frankly, my dear, I don't give a damn. We will be unpacking Trece tonight. So, ito yung Netflix original animated series na nag-release nga netong June lang. So, first question natin, Mia. What are your overall thoughts on the series? Uh, bilang uh, long-time, long-term casual fan, medyo nagbe-build up yung anticipation um, before it, it was released. Pero when it was, mm-hmm. I was... I was apprehensive because it it these are a lot of comics, eh, uh-uh. and it will be condensed into uh, an animated series. But when it was released, I was very very surprised and very very satisfied with how it went out. Because although yun nga, seven volumes and a little bit of side stories, um, they were able to create these six episodes, which combined the meat of most. Although edited uh-huh. yung some parts, um, pero very true to the source material in terms of the feel and 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 the core of the the parang lessons learned dun sa uh-huh. series. So wait lang, correct me if I'm wrong. Parang yung series yung atong season one nato. Para siyang ito yung unang three volumes na no? or meron bang kinuha from the future volumes and stories. Yes, basically yung first three volumes. Ah, tama doon. Mm-hmm. Sayang wala lang doon yung ano, yung Darna. <laughs> yun yung paborito ko eh. <laughs> Joke lang. <laughs> Ay, spoiler yeah, ba yan? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Comic book spoiler naman. Pero yeah, isa sa rin sa favorite ko yun. Actually, one of my other favorites is Live Well Village. Yung story ng Live Well Village. Ah, ah, ah. Yung, ano, yun yung merong, ano, yung merong kuryente, isila, bagyong lektra, di ba? Yes. Uh, ako naman, ano eh, para overall thoughts ko dito sa series ito. Natuwa ako kasi usually, di ba, when like, people are watching anime, 
laging sanay naman tayo na yung sceneries na like sa Japan or yeah, like, yeah. sa ibang bansa. So parang um, with this series, it's very refreshing na makita mo like yung mga yung setting na makikita mo like uy, ito yung Cityland building sa may ano sa may Buendia or makikita mo yung Meralco Sobra. building sa Ortigas, di ba? <laughs> oh, cha um the particularly what stood out to me kasi yung De La Rosa um <laughs> walkway Kasi oh, oh, oh. So, tapos nasiraan na rin ako ng MRT kasi when I was in grad school, diba, I, I rode uh-huh. the MRT from Magallanes to Quezon Avenue. So nakaka nakaka-relate ka kumbaga. Oo, tapos ang isa pang maganda dito, it's very ano talaga, very Filipino na Finally, we have something na makaka, you know, like what you said, yung we have something na makaka-relate tayo. Na aside from the stories na yung mga chanak, yung mga manananggal, pati yung mga pagkasira ng MRT or yung mga places yeah. na nakaka-relate talaga tayo. And what's nice kasi rin na nakuha ko dito sa series na to, ang daming yung mga parang hindi naman talaga mahilig sa Filipino mythologies, sa Filipino mythology nun, ang daming... nagbabasa or ang daming bigla naging interested, ang daming fan arts bigla mm-hmm. ng mga ano na yeah, nakakatuwa yeah, kasi yeah. like aside from us Filipinos na, na nagbabalik loob sa ating mytho- uh, mythology, ang daming mga like mga foreigners na nadidiscover naman which is really nice in terms of representation. Yeah, parang diba? it, yeah this is a big deal for the Filipino animated and comics industry to be put yeah. on a global platform. Kasi yung kultura natin, nakikita ng mga afam, kumbaga, na parang this is what what happens here, this is how it looks like, this Uh-oh. is real Manila. And it's it's very accurate Manila. Oo. Kasi, ano yun eh, parang pag napoportray yung Manila or yung Philippines in general sa media, either ito yung super impoverished na lugar or ito yung... super parang crazy rich Asians type na ano. So parang itong tres, it's um, a mixture of what's real talaga na merong mm-hmm. impoverished, meron din namang middle class or merong ano na nakikita, nakita dun sa anime. And ang ganda nung art style for me nung animation niya. Kasi yeah, yeah. Hindi, hindi siya yung sobrang realistic tingnan, pero alam mong yun yung itsura ng ano, yun yung itsura nung bagay, nung lugar na to, di ba? Eh, tsaka, yun nga, parang nakakatuwa kasi parang makakita ka, uy, monoblock. <laughs> diba? It, it, sobrang, sobrang, alam ko yan, umupo ako sa karindiryang yan. Or parang, that's, that's, uh, BSA Tower, or that's, parang, Manila Stock Exchange, ganun. Uh-uh. So, Tapos yung, ano, yung, lang. yung kumakain sila ng taho, naka, <laughs> ng covered ng dugo, diba? Oo. Uh-uh. <laughs> Ano yung favorite episode mo dito? Sa six favorite episodes ng episode. Earth. Yeah. Uh, most probably episode five. Ah, yeah, uh-huh. yung episode five. Kasi it talks about, um, medyo soccer ako for ano eh, for parang family, parang centered values. And even yeah. though parang the, the young Kambal were parang grew up violent. I mean, grew to their age violent kasi it was 
how they were raised. Uh-uh. Parang Anton treated them as their own, parang ganun. They were encouraged to ano, to to become better people and and they became better people. And then uh yung kay Mayor Santa Maria. 'Di ba? Yung uh-oh, uh-oh. yung medyo over over the top nga lang pero yung mga sometimes uh, unsaid na motives ng probable note motives ng mga politicians natin ganyan um like they do they do want to do some they do want to do something but their methods of doing that ay hindi hindi maganda what stood out for me I don't know if I'm gonna get hate for this. Is what when he said change is coming. So, Ay nakaw. <laughs> Tapos mayor pa yung nagsabi. Nakaw. Oh. <laughs> diba? diba? And then of course yung because I'm a comic fan yung entry to to the Balete Three Trials. Kasi even uh-uh. though in expound nandun yung brothers nandun yung lolo. So parang ako ah Easter egg. Oh <laughs> so, kasi so, I mean. Happy. Book, ano yun, diba? Volume 3 yun, yung Balete 3. Yung Balete 3 Trials na yun. Trials, oo. Oh, 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 oh. Tapos parang, na ano nila, ako ano yung itsura nung nasa comic books. Ganun, parang ganun din yung, ano, na, na, na pinortrain nila sa TV. Ganun, ganda. Yung lastly sa episode 5, yung mismong paglabas ni Alex ng Balete 3. Yung mulaan transformation niya. Tapos parang ako, this is a pivotal moment in this anime. Kasi from being afraid throughout her old, whole childhood, um, from becoming this mandirigmang babaylad, she parang embraced her her role uh-uh. as the lakad. Ayun. Ako naman yung favorite episode ko. Dalawa eh. Um, pero ang pinaka-favorite ko, episode 3. Hindi ko kung ano mm-hmm. kasi, it's like yung, ito yung kay Nova Aurora. Ang ano niya kasi, ang... Kahit Chanak siya, a Chanak story, ganun-ganun. Alam mo, ang ganda ng pagkabuo ng story, ah, on how Nova Aurora became like that and bakit siya hinahunt ng Chanak. And ang gusto ko rin kasi yung um, underlying message na nandoon na ma-i-discuss natin later. Kasi gusto, nang napanood ko pa lang yung episode na yun, sabi ko, hala, ang sarap nitong i-unpack sa... podcast ko kasi ang ganda ng underlying message na nakuha ko like as a viewer tapos yung episode 4 mm. din yung prison yung prison zombies yung buhay na bato na episode ang ganda rin nun kasi yeah, yun talaga yeah. ano talaga yun it's a kumbaga parang call out talaga yun na eh, when it comes to the police na like yung number yung para sa kanila yung mga tao usually numbers lang yon quota lang yon may yeah, hindi yeah, masabi yeah. yung pangalan so kasi ako ganun yung mga gusto kong pinapanood na yung merong mga ano ba may social commentary or yung na um na reflect niya ako ano yung nangyayari nga sa labas yeah kaya maganda tayo yeah. may discuss natin ini yeah um eto ano yung mga standout moments sa for the whole series Standout moments. Um, yung number one, I most most probably the ano, the Captain Guerrero morning routine. Ah, Kasi sobrang uh-huh. sobrang pinoy niya, sobrang ganda nung uh, depiction na bibili ng pandesal, mag toothbrush, mag jeep, 
ganyan. Sobrang, it just shows na parang, uh, this is how we live every day. Because, we experience that, di ba? Na-experience natin mag-jeep. Na-experience natin pumila mm-hmm. sa pandesal. Na-experience natin bumili ng kape. Ayun, isa sa mga ano yun. Tsaka, another, another standout would be the Easter eggs. Hindi uh-uh. uh-uh. ko alam Nakatawa. kasi because because Pinoy tayo and this is it this is um parang shown in a global scale. Tapos may makikita kang fast food logos, artista, and then lumabas yung creators sa case files or sa kulungan. Diba? Sobrang funny. Nakakatawa. Tapos makikita mo, nung unang nakita ko si Sir Kajo tsaka si Sir Budge dun sa case file. Natawa talaga ako. Sa, Oy, sila yun, sila yun. Sobrang funny. Uh, yun. Tsaka yung lastly yung ano, yung car scene kay Hank. Ay, yung may parang dancing queen na tugtog. <laughs> yung ba yun? Yeah, yung parang but, ano, SM bonus dancing queen. Uh-huh. Tapos, sobrang, actually, mas gusto ko yung English version nun. Kasi I watched both Filipino and English versions. Yung pagkakasabi ni Jonjon Brion, <laughs> you little shit. So, yun. Sobrang, sobrang funny. Tawa ko ng tawa dun. Ayun, yun yung mga nag-standout sa akin. And syempre, the, ano, I like the precinct scene also. Um, yung yung whole sequence na yun eh, from the pagpasok ni um, Raul until he parang regurgitated the stone. Yung yun, yung buong sequence uh, na yun. Mm-hmm. Ako din eh, yun talagang um, pinaka-standout ko sa series na to eh. Yung prison scene talaga. And also yung sa ano, yung, eto, yung favorite ko na shot yung sa epic episode 1 ba to? I think it's episode 1. Yung niligtas yung bata. Tapos, first time natin makita na si Alexandra. Tapos, yung kambal na sa gilid niya. Tapos, na, 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 nalipad yung kambal. Tapos, siya sabi niya, mm-hmm. yun, eh, yung unang, yung shot na yun, yung isa sa pinasada. Yeah, so, yeah. ganda na yun. Kasi, yun yung introduction natin sa kanya. Pero, ayun, mm-hmm. going to, ano, um, going to Captain Guerrero. So, ang dami kasi yung nagsasabi before, nung, like, ano, meron mga nagsasabi na yung Trece daw, it glorifies yung police natin, which is a very hot issue kasi alam naman natin yung mga nangyayari sa kapulisan, di ba? Um, ano yung thoughts ko doon? Kasi ako, personally, parang yung tingin ko, it doesn't glorify naman yung police. Para lang, ano lang siya, parang, uh, it gives us, kumbaga, like, a glimmer of hope na baka naman may chance pa na magkaroon ng police na kagaya ni Captain Guerrero na ano talaga, tapat sa duties niya and all. So yun yung take ko. Ikaw, ano yung tingin mo? Actually, I agree with you. Um, I think si Captain Guerrero is a hope nga, as you said. Kasi if we were glamorizing police, bakit yung mga nanlaban parang na oh, diba? police na nagsabi na nanlaban yung prisoner um, na drunk and disorderly nanlaban kaya namin pinasok um, the one who shot the brother ganyan um, and I think it's a accurate representation that there are always both sides to the coin mm-hmm. parang ganun may good cop bad cop always 
Yeah, tama-tama. And grabe, no? Yung spoiler alert. So, kung hindi niyo pa naman napapanood, ba't ano ang ginagawa niyo sa buhay niyo? Pero, uh, grabe yung... <laughs> ang, uh, ang ganda nung... Ano, no? Nung... nung hindi, ang sad na namatay si Captain Guerrero. Pero nung namatay siya, ang ganda nung... Ano lang, yung parang anino nung Philippine flag na... Naka... Yeah, yeah, ano, yeah. No? Super... Mm-hmm. naalala ko lang kasi ang ano um, ang daming magagandang shots dito sa series na to na ano na malalim na may layers talaga na hindi lang siya basta yeah. ano drawing or um, nilagay doon kasi alam mong pinag-isipan mm-hmm. talaga ito how important is it for you that the show connected its supernatural events with the real world and with what's happening here in our country kasi one of the greatest thing sa ginawa nitong show na to for me is yun nga hindi lang siya basta animated show like it had something to say and especially on a global scale it informed people na uy bakit nila nagawa tong story na to siguro ginagawa nila to sa Philippines parang ganun well, sa supernatural side kasi I've always been fascinated by folklore ever since I was young kahit wala akong evidence I want to believe that there are creatures out there that that parang walk amongst us parang ganun uh-huh. uh, kahit parang it's it would be fascinating if ever that they were out there so it's really exciting for me and that translated to kunwari parang reading fantasy novels and foreign fantasy uh comic books uh and then eventually filipino comic books like trese and tabi po um so it it really excites me to 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 think that there are beings in this world that we cannot explain. Uh-huh. And social politically kasi it's fascinating that because the source material is from early early 2010s or even late 2000s that the first three volumes were released during those times and then translated to an anime like 10 years later. Bakit relevant pa rin issues? It means, it means something has not changed. Nandyan pa rin yung EJK, nandyan pa rin yung EPAL campaigning, nandyan pa rin yung police quotas, rebel versus military conflicts. So it's important because it sheds a light on the socio-political issues of the Philippines on a yes. global scale. Uh-huh. And young people actually parang they consume pop culture. So the more they consume pop culture, the more we get our story out there, the more young people have become uh, are going to be aware and are more likely to take action against these injustices. Parang yun. That's why it's important to me. Yeah, ang ganda ng sinabi mo. Kasi super sakto like, to chime in on what you said. Or to piggyback on what you said pala. Meron kasi akong napakinggan din na podcast na sinasabi nila is like, yung media usually portrays what's happening in like, in the country, in the society of that mm-hmm. country. Regardless kung anong genre siya. Kaya for example, when you look at mga teleserye, laging merong dynamics ng mayaman at mahirap kasi never naman nawala sa paligid natin yung poverty and wealth, di ba? So, um, ang ganda na to kasi, yun nga, like what you said, yung mga younger people or yung mga newer generation na nanonood nitong series na to, 
hindi lang sila basta na-entertain eh. Kumbaga namumulat din sila. Yeah. To, to know, True. ano yung, ano, ah, so ito pala yung nangyayari ngayon. Especially, dun sa mga, sabihin na natin, sa mga either hindi na, nag-make ng effort to know what's happening or dun sa mga walang pakialam. Ito yung nagbibigay, kung nagko-consume sila ng pop culture or kung mahilig sa mga anime, ito yung um, important dahil it's one way of informing them eh, na to like to know more about what's happening, bakit nyo nasabi to, oh, nagko-connect pala siya sa gantong issue. Kaya, I agree with you. I think it's really important na especially for an anime which is a very like ito yung parang medium naman na never naging, never nalaos. So ever since naman pinanganak tayo may sikat na anime. Tapos especially sa Filipino one. It really sheds a light on what's happening talaga with our country na which is really important for people to know and to care about. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, ito How important is it for the media to represent what's happening in society? Kasi I think people consume a variety of for a uh, parang various forms of media and yun nga the more we get it out there the more we get the truth out there we show them the inequities we show them both the struggles and the triumphs of of our society the more people will become aware of it In this case, yes, it's fiction. But the elements, the core elements of the story are real. Mm-hmm. And it's and positioning very Filipino issues uh, in a show created and written by Filipinos globally sheds light on what's happening here to the yeah. either the people not from here, the people who are from here but are in other countries and the Filipinos who are born elsewhere. So parang they're, they're more aware. Kahit na fiction siya or pambata siya, quote-unquote, or cartoon siya, quote-unquote, but it's showing real-life scenarios that are mm-hmm. relevant to all Filipinos and, in a sense, to all people in this world. Yeah. Um, Speaking of ano like yung world view ng mga tao dito sa series na to. Ikaw ba yung type na like nagtitingin ng mga reviews or ng reactions sa mga like especially from people like sa ibang bansa when it comes to like the things you watch. For example, itong Trese, nagkaroon ba ng time na tiningnan mo kung ano yung mga sinasabi ng mga tao about the series ganun. Yeah, yeah, especially the series. Kasi yun nga, akala ko the comics were very niche, very Filipino, we didn't mm-hmm. release abroad. Um, until later. Uh, pero nung lumabas yung series, because it was shown and was number one in 19 countries for a while in in Netflix, I knew there were a lot of foreigners na parang nanood nito. So parang when I looked at, ano, when I looked at some of what they were saying, parang uh, I didn't know there are a lot of supernatural beings in the Philippines. Parang, um, Are these really issues that you're you're facing right now? Ganon. Wow. Um, yeah. So, parang parang when they were fed information that these are actual places, um, these are um relevant issues. These are things that we're dealing with right now. Parang nagulat sila na parang okay. Um, either I've never heard that before, or ah, may similar pala with us. 
Yeah. Parang ganun. Yeah. And super nice din, no? Na parang since, like, for a short amount of time it's been released, para siyang na-engraved na rin sa contemporary pop culture dito sa Philippines na yun nga, like what I've mentioned earlier, ang daming fan arts na nakakatawa. Especially pag member ka nung 13 group sa Facebook, diba? ang daming mga nagpo-post ng fan arts. Tapos, in terms of references, alam mo yung mga references dun sa series. So, nakakatawa na meron tayong in a country na usually um, we value what's outside our country more in terms of media, in terms of um, comic books. Nakakatawa na meron tayong something na very Filipino, very us, na nasa pop culture natin na pinag-uusapan. Ganun. Kaya, ang ano lang, ako kasi, ako advocate talaga ako ng OPM, ng mga teleserye. <laughs> sobrang jologs ko kasi talaga. So parang nakakatuwa na um, etong isang bagay na sobrang Pilipinong-Pilipino. Ang daming tumatangkilik. Kasi nasanay ako na Halimbawa, pag merong magandang palabas sa ABS na ano, hindi naman, nasanay ako na hindi naman lahat nanonood eh. Kasi usually, ang, ang ina, pinapanood lang ng mga, halimbawa, ng mga kaibigan ko, is yun nga, nasa ibang bansa na palabas. So, ang ganda lang na meron tayong like something na napag-uusapan na Pilipino-Pilipino talaga. And ang saya na yun nga, may ganun. Kaya super... Super yeah, nakakatuwa din kasi parang um the Trece group on Facebook grew exponentially when it was mm-hmm. released. Tapos parang hi new viewer here. Sana ako makahanap ng comics ganon. So parang oh. kami, ah, our comic fan hearts are being ano, parang are fluttering. And then parang they were showing pictures of bookstores displaying the comics that they had. Tapos parang, oh my God, available pala yan. Pero dati, nagtatanong pa ako sa customer service tapos hindi nila alam kung ano yun. So, sobrang happy ko that Pilip- Pilip- Filipinos are consuming Filipino culture, Filipino pop culture. Oo. Ang, ano nga, no? Ang, ang nakatawa kasi natutulungan niya rin yung comic book industry. Kasi... Yun nga, ang bilis na sold out ng mga trese sa national, sa mga fully book, tapos sa Lazada Shopee na sold out din. Tapos ako ngayon, nagtatry na rin ako mag, like mag-venture sa mga ibang stories. So, ito yung pangalawa kong binili. Wow, ready. <laughs> parang ano, Filipino Heroes League. So, parang na-recommend din siya sa akin. So, yeah, uh, mag-start siyang basahin. Din akong, meron din akong ibang Filipino, um, Filipino titles na comics sa bookshelf ko along with uh-huh. some foreign comics and then nag-start din ako mag ano eh magtingin ng Filipino authors. So parang mm. ganun. It, it's ever since I started collecting trees, I said na ang elitist ko noon na parang I didn't think there was good material coming oh, from the country. See. But when when I started reading Trece and Tabipo and Alejandro Prado, the, the the comics that I had, I said, kung merong magandang comics, malamang magandang books din. So, mm-hmm. yeah. So, I started consuming a lot more Filipino literature. And then, yun nga, parang, parang to be fair, meron talagang Filipino shows na magaganda. Yeah. And hindi lang natin pinapansin dahil na-stereotype sila as baduy teleserye. Oo. Diba? Parang like, pag Pinoy teleserye pinapanood mo, yun nga, 
nabigyan ng masamang connotation yung jolo. Ako proud ako na jolo sa ko. Kasi ibig sabihin na tumatangkilik ako ng sariling atin ng gawang Pilipino. And as much as possible, tinatry kong hindi magpilitin, pero tinatry kong i-introduce siya sa mga kaibigan ko. Pa, kasi ano siya eh, like, maganda rin malaman natin kung ano ba yung kwento na nilalabas dito sa Philippines. Kaya yun. Sobrang, How does it relate to the outside world beyond the screen? I think I said it kanina na the issues are very real. And at the same time, it's geographically grounded in reality. So, Filipinos in particular are really able to relate to both the contexts the contents and the setting. Parang, okay, so, na, alam kong nasisiraan talaga yung MRT. Uh, alam kong may nangangampanya talaga ng, ano, garapalan. Alam kong may, may mga polis na, nagkukotal, may mga presinto na nagkukotal lang. Um, tapos parang, makikita mo na, ito yung, nararanasan ko araw-araw. Ito yung nakikita ko araw-araw. Ito yung dinadaanan ko araw-araw. I mean, it's, it's, because it's relatable, it feels very, very real. And because it's very real, it's relatable. And it makes this particular show, entertainment-wise, much scarier. Kasi alam mo, pwede siyang maging totoo. Even though, <laughs> Taking out the supernatural part, ha? even though if the supernatural part was not there, these stories are really scary because they could happen in real life. Yeah. Ako, like, medyo same tayo na aside from it just being a show, it's also a social commentary on what's been happening or what's happening to our country. So ito, for example, yeah. itong kay Nova Aurora na episode. Hindi naman siya magre-result to, you know, leaving her infant child sa forest para maging chana. Hindi naman siya magre-result ng ganun. If in the first place, she had autonomy on her body on whether, I, I think this would be controversial, pero on whether she had the choice to go on with her pregnancy or not. And if in our country, if it's, um, if in our country, kasi um, abortion is sobrang lockdown upon, especially we're in a super religious country. So, yun yung, yun yung isa sa nag-hit sa akin talaga na parang, kung may choice naman si Nova Aurora with her body, with what she'll do with her baby, or with her unborn baby during that time. Siguro hindi naman siya nag-result to ganun. Hindi rin siguro naging chanak yung baby. Comparison nga ng supernatural to what's real. Na na-connect nila na kaya naging chanak yung baby kasi it's an unloved child in the first place. Kaya siya iniwan. So yun. Tapos aside from that nga, yung what happened to yung sa episode 1, yung sa mga aswang na kumakain ng mga taong galing sa informal settlements na Usually, yung mga people in power, for example, ginagamit lang nila yung mga tao na nandun sa mga kalagayan or nandun sa mga squatters area to gain more power. Tapos, like, these people in power do everything they can to stay in power and also 
regardless nga, like what, with what you said earlier, regardless kung okay ba yung ginagawa nila, kung morally good ba yung ginagawa, morally right ba yung ginagawa nila or not. Sometimes, some of these people do these nasty things talaga para lang to stay in power. And lastly, with the police thing as well, yun nga, very hot issue yung extrajudicial killings dito and also yung injustices when it comes to pagdadakit na lang bigla nang wala namang due process or nang pag sinasabi lang ng laban, automatic kukulong na. So, it's very important na pinakita ito nung series sa atin. Kasi, kasi important na malaman natin ito. Important na mabigyan to ng ilaw para lang maging informed tayo and para alam natin kung ano yung dapat nating hanapin sa mga taong namumulo sa atin. Yun. <laughs> Very, ano. <laughs> I was gonna agree with ano I was gonna agree with the episode one um aswang uh, arc kasi um something we did not talk about is that sinunog yung squatters area oh, oh. para ma, ma ma flush out sila and parang di ba recently parang this year lang dalawang area dito sa atin um, oh nasunog rumors rumors na sinunog because some it it will be developed so parang that hit me kasi uh-huh. parang i remember naghahanap ng donations yung mga tao dito tapos parang please wag kayo mag-donate ng um super sira-sirang damit parang ganun naghahanap yung mga tao ng ibibigay sa mga taong nawalan pero there's a chance na nawalan sila kasi sinadya yun and seeing Uh-oh. that scene parang Tinahaan ako ng konti sa puso. Um, these are like despicable things if these are true. Oo. Ano yun eh? Dalawang areas yun eh. Isa sa Banalo. Ay, de, sa Siniguelasan. Tapos isa sa Binakayan. Diba? So, super yeah. super lapit talaga sa atin. Kaya, parang literal na hits close to home. Kumbaga. Yeah, true. Oo. Ang ganda ng discussion natin. Kasi... Ano eh, six episodes lang to, pero ang, ang lalim niya eh, no? Ang dami nating napagtasapan. At meron pa tayong episodes na hindi na-discuss. Meron pa tayong arcs na hindi na-discuss. So, oh, oh. it's really rich. Um, this is a really rich anime. Super. Sobrang ganda. Naging hot topic to nung, ano, nung nirelease. Ano yung overall thoughts mo with regards to the issue? Or like, yun nga, yung usap-usapan regarding sa voice acting. Sa, what's your stand on that? Kasi I'm sure nabasa mo yun. Yeah, um, uh-huh. actually, when it was released, when the voice actresses were released, kinabahan ako. Mm-mm. Because I knew Liza Soberano wasn't uh, raised here. I mean, yon. Pero, I, I suspended judgment. And when I listened to, ano, to both uh, Shay and Liza, sobrang ano, Sobrang na-satisfy naman ako. I don't think there was anything wrong with any of their performances. Um, kasi parang Trece was written to be parang, yun nga, I think it was said in After Dark, yung after, after show Dark. special, uh-huh. uh, na, na parang uh, Trece is like a Batman. She's very stoic. And, yeah. and, and it was parang... Co- conveyed well by both ano both uh, actresses. Ang issue ko daw, may issue ako. 
Go. Is the in the English um, portrayals, medyo awkward ako dun sa Filipino accents. I know they said na they look for either Filipinos or people who can do Filipino accents. Parang hindi na, nagkaroon ako ng dissociation dahil I felt like these are not Filipino accents that I've heard of. So I nagkaroon ako ng ibang assumptions na baka these are Filipinos who grow, grew up in the states na akala ni, na ito ang naririnig nila sa mga titos and titas nila or sa nanay at tatay nila and that's what they tried to emulate. So parang yun yung assumption ko. Pero at the same time, I I don't I don't wanna condemn them for having those kind of accents kasi hindi naman lahat ng Pinoy English accent na ko na. Kasi I realized na archipelago tayo. Ang dami nating mga um, languages dito and ang daming Filipino accents kung magi-English ka. So yun, parang nung una na awkward ako pero in the end sabi ko, sabi ko sa sarili ko, baka naman there are other Filipino English accents na hindi ko pa naririnig. Mm-mm. Super agree ako sa'yo. Kasi ako, tawag dun, never pa naman ako nakarinig, ewan ko, sa pamilya natin, or like sa group of friends ko, never ko naman narinig yung stereotypical Filipino accent na ganun. Yung laging pinoportray nila Jokoy, or nung kung sino-sino mga film yeah. na na lagi nilang pinoportay as a Filipino accent. Never ko pa naman narinig yun. So, agree ako sa'yo na baka nga may, may mga Filipino accents pa akong hindi naririnig and all. And also, with in terms of the voice acting, uh, super agree na with Liza and Chase performances, oh, ako okay naman ako. I think lang talaga, siguro yung mga tao na kulangan na ng cadence kay Liza na parang feel nila kulang lang siya ng DN, yung ganun, yung mga ma- minute details lang na sobrang means, yung iba naman, grabe kung palakihin yung ano na parang, so, parang bang sobrang malino ginawa ni Liza. I don't think so. I think she did a great job. Oo, oo, ako rin eh. Parang, yun, na, nakaka-excite na sana talaga magkaroon ng season 2. Kasi for sure, lahat yeah. naman yung sila, lahat ng aspects din sa series mag improve yan, for sure. One more thing, kasi um, we were talking about voice actors, na-disappoint ako sa konti ng lines ni Dante Vasco. So I'm a huge fan of oh, oh, Avatar, Avatar and Zuko. Uh, and, and I knew he was gonna be on. And I knew he was gonna be Bagyon Kulimlim. And Bagyon Kulimlim was in a case, in, in the Live Well case. In sa the Live Well. So parang medyo extensive naman yung ano niya. So I I thought it was gonna be a little bit longer. Pero Uh-oh. yun, na-disappoint lang ako. Pero just hearing his voice made me really happy. Oo nga eh. So, ganda rin yung cast na kinuha nila for the English dog. Kasi ano talaga, mga Filipino-American um, actors and actresses. No? Yun. Wow. Thank you. Sobrang ganda nung conversation natin and nung discussion natin. And ang dami pa namin hindi na-discuss. This just goes to show na grabe itong trese. Like, hindi lang siya your typical anime na mababaw. Medyo, ano talaga siya, malalim and very Pinoy. So, yon So, punta na tayo sa next segment. Magpapag-game naman ako ngayon. So, with that, let's go on to our next segment that we'd like to call Hard Af Questions. Mahal mo pa ako kahit kailangan mo ko. O kailangan mo ko, kaya mahal mo ko. Kailangan mo lang sagutin itong mga tanong ko. Madali lang yeah, naman. Hindi, <laughs> madali lang to. 
Tapos ang price mo, pag nanalo ka, ililibre ka na lang ni Kuya Jake ng cheesecakes. <laughs> Shout out kay Jake tsaka kay Kuya. <laughs> so ito, ito. First question. Meron ka na bang na-encounter na scary experiences or experience nung na-station ka sa outskirts ng Batangas? Mm. I think wala naman. Uh, supernaturally. Pero um, meron akong, may pangyayari na <laughs> may pangyayari na nangyari na um, I was using my my penny board sa uh-huh. highway sa Batangas tapos I almost broke my arm yun lang yung pinaka scary <laughs> kasi munti ka na akong mamatay kasi dumulas yung penny board ko tapos munti ka na akong mabalian tapos there was it was dahil probinsya siya there was no other person there and I was alone in the middle of the road lying tapos- down what's ironic, ikaw lang yung nag-iisang medical practitioner doon. True. Ako lang yung makakatreat sa sarili ko. <laughs> Oo oh, nga. Ito, next question. If you were given the power of Alexander Tracy, ano ang una mong gagawin? Oh, that's a hard one. Uh, I would... I would probably wear takip silim. Takip silim is her cloak. Mm. Uh, sa ano kasi, sa comics, it has protective powers. So uh-huh. parang, so we, if I wear takip silim in, in gloomy weather, <laughs> feeling ko mapoprotect ako pro, for, for, from whatever comes my way. Okay, ito. Last one. Um, last question. Pili ka lang dito. Maging mana ng gal, but every time nahahatiin mo yung katawan mo, kailangan mo magbayad ng separation pay. Or maging serena, but yung top part ng katawan mo yung isda at bottom part yung tao. Mana ng gal? Kasi, number one, I'm not, I'm not good with water. <laughs> Pangalawa, ang hot ng mana ng gal sa trese. <laughs> Pero every time nahatiin mo yung katawan, katawan mo, magbabayad ka ng separation pay. Yeah. Yung pangatlo, dahil katawan ko siya, sino mong babayaran ko kundi sarili ko lang. Ay! Oo oh, ano loophole. Ano ba yan? <laughs> okay. Okay, so that was a nice game. And with that, let's go on to our next segment that we'd like to call Unsung Heroes! What? Where's my super suit? What? Where is my super suit? Okay, so for this segment, babasahin lang namin and ipapaalam lang namin sa inyong mga listeners kung sino-sino yung mga taong gumawa at bumuo nitong series na to behind the scenes. So magsimula na tayo. So the showrunner and the director is Sir Jay Oliva. So he's the director of 10 episodes of Young Justice. Justice League Dark, Army of the Dead, Lost Vegas, Batman The Dark Knight Returns, three episodes of Jackie Chan Adventures, and Twilight of the Gods. He was also part of the art department for Space Jam A New Legacy, Thor Ragnarok, Spider-Man Homecoming, Wonder Woman, Deadpool, Ant-Man, 
and three episodes of Avatar The Legend of Korra. Wow. Uh, isa sa mga writers ay si Mick Vergara. Isa sa mga nagsulat ng Alex and Ami. Um, part of Project Runway Philippines. Tease and Rakisa. Another writer is Zig Marasigan who wrote Tandem. The 15th uh, iteration of Shake, Rattle and Roll. Every Breath You Take. Antanging Pamilya and Rakisa. Another writer and one of the associate producers of the series, we have Miss Tanya Yuson. So she's the associate producer of Hannah Montana the Movie, Quarantine Tales, Crazy Awesome Teachers, and Akirat, A Love Story. One of the series composers is Dean Keener, Emmy Award nominee for Star Wars Rebels. He's the series composer of Summoner War, Friends and Rival, and 23 episodes of Single Parents. Nasa music department din siya ng 71 episodes ng Transformers, Robots in Disguise, 30 episodes of Star Wars Rebels, 11 episodes of Titans, 10 episodes of Narcos Mexico, 12 episodes of Star Wars Clone Wars, and 10 episodes of Star Wars The Bad Batch. And another series composer, we have Kevin Kiner, Emmy Award winning, Emmy Award nominee for Star Wars Rebels. So he's the composer uh, for three episodes of Star Wars The Bad Batch. 24 episodes of Doom Patrol, 129 episodes of Star Wars Clone Wars, 20 episodes of Narcos Mexico, 24 episodes of Titans, 79 episodes of Jane the Virgin, and 144 episodes of CSI Miami. Another series composers is Sean Kiner, another Emmy Award nominee for Star Wars Rebels. He's the composer of Incon- Inconceivable, 21 episodes of Single Parents, He's part of the music department of 107 episodes of Transformers Robots in Disguise, 101 episodes of Star Wars Rebels, 10 episodes of Narcos Mexico, 11 episodes of Titans, and 87 episodes of Jane the Virgin. Okay, so for our editor, we have Christopher D. Lozinski. So he's the editor of Wonder Woman Bloodlines, Reign of Superman, Death of Superman, Batman, The Killing Joke, and Justice League's Gods and Monsters Chronicles. The art director is Jojo Aguilar. He's the art director of Jurassic World Camp Cretaceous and part of the art department of 42 episodes of Bob's Burgers, 2 episodes of Avatar, The The Legend of Korra, 6 episodes of Sophia the First, 35 episodes of Mickey Mouse Clubhouse and 13 episodes of He-Man and Masters of the Universe. Okay, so for our illustrator, we have Sir Cadio Baldissimo. So he's the creator of the Trece Comics, one of the creators. And he's part of the art department of Bibigan and Sign Seeker. The supervising animation producer is Hun Jong, animation department of two episodes of Castlevania. One episode of Blood of Zeus, two episodes of Bo- Pokemon, and key animator of Batman, The Mystery of Batwoman. Wow, grabe, no? Super well-versed sa animation ng mga, ano natin, ng mga gumawa nitong series na to. Ang gagaling. Yun, so... Yes! For our next segment, we would just like to update you guys on what's been happening sa Philippine movie and TV industry the past week. So, first, ABS-CBN Film Restoration will be screening the hit 2006 romantic comedy Kasal Kasali Kasalo on July 15, 2021 
at 7.30 p.m. So the film stars Judy Ann Santos and Ryan Agoncillo and is directed by Derek Jose Javier Reyes. So get your tickets only on ktx.ph. I will be posting the link in the description of the pod. Next, Ralston Hover's Latay wins in New York Film Fest for Best Screenplay in the Narrative Feature section of this year's Queen's World Film Festival in New York. So, following the story of a laid-back fisherman with a horrifying secret of being physically abused by his wife, Latay has won several awards including the Best Director of a Foreign Language Feature Film at the East Europe International Film Festival 2020 and Best Narrative Global Award at the 2020 International Film Festival in Manhattan. Lastly, Lav Diaz is named Jury President of the Marseille Film Fest. So congratulations to the multi-awarded filmmaker Lav Diaz for being chosen as the chairman of the international competition jury of the 32nd International Film Festival in Marseille in France. So, Atinia, meron ka bang mga gustong i-promote and mga saan ka namin makikita sa social media? Ah, okay. So, uh, I just wanna give recognition to the creators of Trese, which is Mr. Budget Tan and Mr. Kajo Baldisimo yes. for creating a truly parang iconic comic series and I hope na tuloy nila. Um, and I just wanna say that the snippets of Book 8, Tiger Burning Bright, is heart-wrenching and I can't wait to see it. Uh, wala akong socials. <laughs> so, I'm on LinkedIn. I'm the Research and Training Associate of the AIM Team Energy Center for Bridging Leadership. Let's connect. Yon. If you guys enjoyed the conversation and the discussion tonight, you can join in by tweeting and using the hashtag, hashtag OnTacPod or following us on Facebook, Instagram, and Letterboxd at Taralets on Takpod. Ati Mia, maraming maraming salamat for guesting tonight. Thank you, thank you so much. Yes. Thank and you, guys, thank you. maraming maraming salamat ulit sa pakikinig. So this has been Tara, let's unpack! Bye! Bye, thank you! Bye!